Before I begin my homily, I just wanted to give a little push, if you will, a little uh, invitation, let's say it that way, to come to, to Mass on every day, to, to, to come to daily Mass. I just want to encourage you, and also come into confession too. I want to encourage you, especially during this season of, of Lent, to make it holy. And one way we can do that, well, the way we become holy is to become Christ-like. And what's beautiful is that when we come to Mass, we get to receive that one who we wish to become like. And through the Eucharist, through the Word of God, through the Scriptures. And it's through receiving Him at the Mass that He gives us the nourishment and the strength to continue doing that. Or just to do that generally. And so when we come to Mass, we get to, we get to become, we get to receive the one whom we would like to become, ultimately. And so I just want to encourage you to come to daily Mass, to invite you to come to daily Mass, especially during this season of Lent. Another thing is to come to, the, to confession, too. Confession is a beautiful time, beautiful way that we can recognize that we are sinners, and to humble ourselves and to say, Lord, I need you. Please heal me of my sins. And I guarantee you he will do that. I guarantee you he will heal you of our sinfulness such that sometimes, in, in some, well, such that our sins will become non-existent for us, or not a problem for us anymore. Sometimes we, we will get to a point in some, in, with regard to some of our sins and our ways of doing things, our bad habits, I should say, that there's, when the devil tempts us with these things, this is going to be like, why? Why am I going to go do that, devil brow, devil man, when I have Jesus with me? When I have the gift of God's glory and the gift of God himself, why would I give up that? So that's the gift of confession. That's, those are various beautiful ways to become holy during the season of Lent. And speaking of being holy, we've heard be, uh, that we're called upon to be holy from various church documents, from various popes in the recent times. And it's important that we try to do that. Because becoming holy after the Son of God is not just for religious and priests, but it's for all of us. For all of us who are, stri- who are disciples of the Lord. And it's when we, come, we become holy that God's life will be, we'll be able to live more and more. God is ultimately free in what he does. He is at peace within himself within the three persons of that trinity. There is fulfillment there. We, he, gives, he, is, he will give us that gift of himself, the way, we be, the way that he is, that he intended us to become in the first place, if we become holy. And one of the things that we get to do during this Lenten season is to strive to do that. To strive to put away things, taking up our cross, that are coming between us and God, 
taking up penances, the gifts of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, so that we can become more holy. And one of the challenging things is, and what's, what's interesting is that holiness is not just consisting of upright moral behavior, but it's actually radiating Jesus to the world, becoming Jesus with the way we act, the way we think, the way we desire our desires. We become more and more in line with Jesus if we become holy. And one of the things that's beautiful is that we see this in various saints. For me, my big, big example that I think of is Mother Teresa of Calcutta. If you, see, if you see pictures of her, she is glowing many times with joy. You can see that in her eyes, that there's just a glimmer of joy, the glimmer of hope in her eyes, of Christ's life. That's Christ shining through her. And what's beautiful is that we, in this gospel today, we get a glimpse of what it is like to receive that glory. We get a glimpse of what it is like He's in the transfiguration. It says, And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. That's what God can do in and through us when we become holy. We focus our lives on Christ. That our faces, like Mother Teresa, will be able to shine with the glory of God. That's the beautiful gift of holiness. But what's also important for us to realize is that we, we cannot get there unless we pick up our crosses. We cannot get there unless we are able to take up well, this burden of penance, of our prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, and almsgiving, not just prayer and fasting, but also almsgiving, giving of, of ourselves in order to become holy, in order to shed our, our old selves, taking on the new Christ, the new self of Christ. It's hard to do that. And that's where the, hard, that's where the, the hardship comes from. And what's beautiful is that, well, so Jesus, before this gospel passage, has just told the disciples about his, about his upcoming death on the cross and how he'd suffer and die. But yet, so the, people, the disciples were like, what's going on here? They're scandalized that God himself would, would be able to go through that or would go through that. And so Jesus relieves them and shows them this gift of the transfiguration. That he is going to be transfigured, that this suffering and death on the cross will not end there, but that it would end with his being transfigured in glory through the resurrection, through his becoming, coming back to life. And what's beautiful is that we see, so we see, in, along with that, the disciples very grateful for that presence of Jesus. But yet we have to realize, we see here that they want to make a, a tent, one for him, one for Jesus, one for Moses, one for Elijah. Peter says that to Jesus, that they want to stay in that glory. But, Peter, but Jesus is trying to teach them that it can only come by way of the cross. It can only come by way of taking up our bear of hardship for the gospel. As St. Paul tells us, in today's second reading, he says, Bear your share of hardship for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. Bear your share of hardship 
This Lent is not supposed to be a season of well-being like any other time. It's not going to be like a season of, oh, I can just give up candy, I can give up that thing that I normally don't find hard anyway. But it's actually a time of being stretched, of stretching ourselves, our love for God. This Lent should be a hard season. It's, we should feel the pinch of the cross during the season of Lent. When we are giving of ourselves in our prayer, fasting, almsgiving, we should be tempted to give to do otherwise. And in fact, if we don't, if we fail in this, that's okay. We have the gift of confession. We have the gift of God's mercy. But at least we're trying to pick up our cross and follow Jesus. That's the biggest thing of Lent. We see within the, the example of Mother Teresa of Calcutta that she was, had gone through 40 years of darkness. She had gone through 40 years of not knowing God's presence like that. She didn't experience God's presence in her prayer. It was very dry for her. He was very much removed from her for 40 years. But yet she realized that it was Jesus purifying her heart and that it was a gift of faith at one day. That was a faith that the Lord was trying to, to strengthen that within her so that she can be God's instrument in the world. And so we have the great example of see Mother Teresa of Calcutta, what it looks like to bear our share of hardship for the gospel. And remember that it's not us bearing it. It's God himself. He says, with the strength that comes from God. God is the one who will bear this strength with us, with this hardship with us, and for us, if we allow him to. That's where this gift of the Mass and offering of ourselves comes to play as well. So as we come to this altar, let's ask the Lord today that we may be people who are willing to bear a share of hardship for the gospel. That this season of Lent may be a time of stretching our lives and our hearts, even to the point of saying, Lord, I need you. To the point of saying, Lord, I can't do this without you. Because it is then that God's strength can come through us and that we can live more fully the life God intends, intends for us to live, that glory of the risen Christ, which Peter, James, and John experienced on the mountaintop in the Transfiguration. Let's ask St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta's intercession as we go on this journey of our Lent. St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, pray for us.